Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork pop out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Fest. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. And it's the last episode of 2023. Is that the year? Yeah. The year 2023, our Lord, Brad. This is it. This is it. It's over. And we're ending with some Fistmas. I kind of think we ended with Fistmas last Christmas. This is a uh, a joyful festival ale, Brad, from Revolution. Um, red ale with ginger and orange peel. Yeah. I... Might say my favorite Christmas beer. It's either this or the Bell's Christmas Ale. Okay. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Maybe I uh, or pre- maybe I like this one so much because it's just a red ale. With yeah. Some, with some spices. It's just a red ale disguising as a yeah a decorative. It's a decorative red ale. Right. <laughs> fancy red ale. Yeah, a fancy red ale. Yeah. Uh, but we got some Christmas cookies to go with it as we uh, close out the year. Uh, it's been an interesting year in beer this past year. Uh, you're starting to see things uh, level out, you know. No, oh, no. Did anybody open this year? There was a few openings, a few smaller places, but I don't think we went to any of them that actually opened. Um, the one that's been in the works all year is Industry Ales. Right. And apparently, oh, Guinness. Uh, you went to Guinness. Oh, uh, that's right. Guinness opened. Well, yeah, Guinness did open this year. We forgot about that. Um, yeah, I think the Industry Ale ones was a. Uh, the Crafty Cow Barbecue Joint is them as well. Okay. It's the same. The director is the director over both, but they're not open yet. The Crafty Cow is. The barbecue joint is, but the next door industry ale is not. Um, yeah, who else opened this year? I don't know. Yeah, there was a couple just in the <clears throat> suburbs that I don't recall their names of, but I knew there was a few. Um, a lot the, of closings. Yeah, the latest one at, uh, we recorded like a little audio thing. The audio isn't that great might still toss it up or you might have heard it uh we were at metro for the final nights metropolitan thursday and they closed on the sunday incredibly busy it was fun it was a fun time uh it was brad's idea it was very it was a it was a good send that was a proper send-off i think Mm -hmm. you know I, i had a great time at metro that night yeah and they had uh our favorite coffee beer uh not yeah generator yeah, it's so weird because I always have the other one. Which yeah, I the wanna... Woke is Hellas. Woke is Hellas. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a fun name. Not as good a beer as the Jitterator. Right. Jitterator may be their best beer. Really. Was. I mean, you know what I mean? Was their best yeah. beer. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we kind of, we had a few, I guess, half liters there and just kind of hung out and it was it was hopping. Like everyone was there. We saw Zoller there. Porch drinking, right? He's porch drinking. <laughs> Is he still porch drinking? Um, you wanted to go outside when I thought that was crazy, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, exactly, we didn't go, but it prompted conversation about um, 
why don't we, why don't they want, why isn't this deck winterized? Why aren't we, why isn't this a winter destination with this gigantic deck? If it were, if it were winterized, we could all be outside. Yeah, they could have some heat lamps out there and just go to town, right? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it, we this, <clears throat> the town does surprise you with these unseasonably warm Christmas. I can remember a few years where it was kind of like, oh, shit, it's like 45, 50 right. degrees. I remember that's happening a couple years ago like this. Yeah. Here we are again. But that was our send-off to Metropolitan. Uh, sad to see it go. I'm interested now to see what happens with all of that that goes into it. I think we were uh, talking there. There's, they were still at that time selling beers at full price, like six-packs and stuff. I don't know if they did like a last-day sale, but it seemed like you should get rid of this stuff, right? Um, I know you don't want to lose money on it, but you got to move this inventory because now you're closed. So does a store want to keep you on the shelf? If it were me, what would I do? I don't know. There's, you know, you want, I mean, for those who want to support you and pay full price, I think you got to have that option, right? Right. And if, and if you discount it, then you, you're, you're kind of kicking yourself. So that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, hey, let's have a blowout sale, right? And just get and just get as much money as we can. Right yeah. Now. So, you know, I don't know if there's any wrong answers there. Uh, what would I do? I don't know. I might. I mean, you, I might let people pay full price as, a, as you know, because they don't give them the option to pay full price. I might do that. You know, I might do that. What, be like, this is free unless you want to pay for it? I mean, you know, because <laughs> if you discount it, like, who's going to pay double for it? Right. If you discount it. But if it's already full price... They're gonna probably pay that and maybe or tip, they might tip extra they too. might tip extra right yeah like or, oh you took uh or when you took uh maybe when you took a six pack up they're like oh yeah you know doing three bucks off people would be like oh I'll just tip you that back then um sometimes I would do that like if I go to a place and they give me half off and having that piece having that microphone I over tip yeah you know I tip whatever the full price of whatever I got I just tip on that so yeah that or that's an option. Um, I'm kind of thinking that nothing goes in there. Nothing. I think nothing. I don't think it's. I don't think a turnkey thing goes in there. I think it gets split up into into smaller stores. Okay. Smaller businesses go in there. I think. Okay. I don't think somebody goes in there and takes over the whole thing. The crazy one I think I threw out there, uh, just on a whim that night was, what if Millicores came in and just did a Blue Moon tap room. On the river, since Salt Shed is on the river, Goose is on the river, and kind of as like a, a little fuck you. And you know, you could you could pour all the stuff that Miller Coors has acquired. They didn't acquire as many brands as AB did. Um, you could do that every year. They do a Pilsner Kell thing where they ship in fresh Pilsner right. Kell. You could have that as a blowout party every year. The only full Miller Coors experience you get is if you go. To the employee bar on the top of the building over there by the Sears Tower. Yeah, and that's not a public-facing thing. No. I actually think that is very doable. And you know, a lot of people forget, and it's Molson Coors now. I don't. I forget how it ended right. up there. Oh yeah, because because uh, they're not the what it's like a monopoly kind of rule. It's like that... an antitrust thing. They can't have. Uh, yeah, there's something to do with antitrust laws, and you can't. You know. You can't own so, you can't own so many breweries. There's, it gets to a tipping point, right? Where the feds are like, this is a monopoly. 
but outside of the U.S., they're allowed to distribute it, but not in the U.S. or something. Like they can't distribute Miller inside the or one of something. It's something um, weird. Uh, Corona is, is like that. Corona is owned by, I want to say, it's distributed uh, in America by Constellation Brands, and but outside America, it's distributed by Budweiser. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. something weird like that. Um. But yeah, I think uh, and Sergio kind of brought this up too. He's like, "Well, whoever comes in here, you gotta have deep pockets, you know." So that kind of eliminates a lot of folks. Well, we don't know what kind of money people have, but we the assumption is that it won't be a bootstrap operation that goes in there. It'll be somebody that's got a ton of investors. Look at this thing mm-hmm. down in uh, Bridgeport, the Remova Theater, where other halves going in. Okay. Um, yeah, all they talk about all day long is this group of investors that they they have. Uh, finance bros, they call them. There's a whole pot on it from uh, Vine Pair that talks about the finance bros that are back in all these fucking other half locations. Something like that. Right. There's a... According to the internet, there are a lot of people with a lot of money, but then when you talk to people, no one has any money. Yeah. Or sometimes the other way around. When you talk to people, they have money, and the internet thinks no one has money. Yeah. So there's a weird in-between spot here, but... Yeah, but I think um I think the tanks are on, on auction now. Oh, they are. Uh, that's what the beer temple pod was saying. Oh, okay. That, that's what they. Um, so that means someone's not just coming in to brew. Um. Or that doesn't I, necessarily mean that, right? Right, because when Moody Tongue went into Beta Brow, there were tanks there, and Beta Brow they just didn't want Beta Brow's tanks; they wanted their own tanks. Oh. Same thing with uh, remember we went to Wheeling. Uh, I keep wanting to call them against the grain. Uh, around the bend and those guys up in Wheeling. Yeah. Briards. Right. Uh, there were tanks there from the Schomburg or the Ram days, but they didn't want those tanks. They were too big, so they sold them to the Pipeworks. So just because the tanks are leaving don't mean it won't be a brewery still, but I think the tanks are being sold. Okay. Yeah. I wonder who would take those tanks. No, I don't, it's, can't, it's hard to speculate on the speculation. 30-barrel <laughs> system? I don't know. Take it to build a spot out. It might not even be in the in Chicagoland or in Illinois, but... Anyway, Metro's gone. One last brewery in Chicago. Like, it's a strange closeout to the year, I guess. Um, did Urban Brew Labs close this year? Was that this year? I think that was last year. What about Smiley Brothers? That was this year. That okay. was like the beginning of this year. Yeah. So. Is the place that is Good Times still open? I went once. Um, and that was all he needed. Yeah, I think I'm out on Good Times. I mean, but you know, first time I went to um, Open Outcry, I was kind of out on Open Outcry. But I went back and, you know, it, it turned around. It turned around. Okay. Uh, you did go to a new spot this past week, though, you were telling me. Yeah. Show. I was up in uh, Lake Villa, Illinois. Still not sure where that is. Um, right. Lake County, so basically by Great America. Uh, Harbor Brewing. My buddy Dan was always talking about Harbor Brewing because it's his neighborhood brewery. Okay. It's like he lives in Round Lake Beach, and this is in Lake Villa, which is like a, maybe a Borders or something. Oh, but anyway, Harbor, when you look them up, they have two locations. One's in Winthrop Harbor, which is right off the lake. Okay. Lake Michigan, because up there, there's a bunch of fucking lakes, like a bunch of little tiny lakes. So it's a Michigan brewery? Lake Michigan. Oh, Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Yeah. But the our first location isn't in Michigan. It's still in Illinois. It's in Winthrop Harbor, Illinois. Illinois, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's close to Wisconsin. The second location is in Lake Villa, also in Illinois. Um, But the other one's more like a, I don't know what you call it, seasonal. It's a seasonal joint. You know, it sits on the the water. They're not really open when it's cold. 
But you went when it was cold? No, I went to the other location. Oh, oh That's oh, open oh. all the time. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, Man, is that going to be a trend with the sun catcher saying they're only going to be open in the summer? Uh, Black Lung has a spot that's on that sits on docks up there. You know? Are they only open in the... Right. I is mean, that second location? We have we got to go check out this second location, but... But, yeah. I kind of like the seasonal... Like It's like the Tasty Freeze model, right? You know, like... <laughs> Daisy Freeze didn't open all year. Right. right. Um, so, yeah. But um, he was saying that one of the uh, Phase 3 guys went to Winter Harbor and basically fixed their beers. So he's like, it's worth it's worth checking out. So I'm in Lake Forest during the day, but I never go up there. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go. Fuck okay. It. Yeah, that's not up there. Um, surprisingly nice space. Botrus Sealy. Okay, okay. You know, uh, Hallmark and Chicago <laughs> Breweries. Um, and like 25 beers on draft. It's a pretty wild scene. Um, it's a suburb brewery, so it's come as you are. You know, there's young folks, there's old folks, there's dogs, there's cats, there's a ferret. I thought a ferret was related to a, like a rat. I looked it up. A ferret's actually related to like a wolverine, you know? Okay. So it's a ferret in this joint. Like, it's bingo night. In a cage? <laughs> no, like in a, uh, on a leaf? Swaddled in like a ferret, you know. Did someone have this? A ferret hoodie. On a on a leash, somebody, uh, someone, a, pers- a person, as if it were a pet, brought well, they, a ferret. They are technically pets. I only knew one person, growing up, who had ferrets. Beastmaster, that movie from the eighties. No, it was like actual. Oh, like somebody you knew. Uh, okay. Friend. Okay. Friend. <laughs> uh, it smelled the worst in his house. Have like the worst. They had a ferret room, and it was just. Full of shit. It looks a little creepy. The thought was this big ass dog that looks like Marmaduke is gonna eat this ferret. Like I don't know if you train ferrets. Cats just know this is the litter box. They know they instantly know. Yeah. Dogs will take a little bit of training, but they'll go outside. I don't know what ferret training looks like. So it was it was bizarre. Um beers were good though. They had the um I forget who makes the board, but you know the digital draft board where you can check in on a tap oh, and you see yeah. your name on the board. A tap list. Yeah, something, one of those things. So okay. it was really easy to just kind of see all the beers. Um, I just got uh, hazy, and I got a double hazy. Okay. Jet boat. Um, this is a proper fucking brewery. I was very surprised at how nice everything was, how good the place looked. Um, hmm. Yeah, so if I'm ever up that way, I mean, I feel like that's a spot you would hang out at. Okay. Yeah, it's right down the street. There's a Timothy O'Toole's apparently in Lake Villa now, and that's where everyone orders their food from, like literally at the end of the block. It's like small town USA. It's like Main Street. You know, there's a bunch of little shops and shit in this little section. There's a metro train right there. I personally have never fucking heard of this place, the okay. town in general. No, yeah, me either. I feel like I started the year off very big mm-hmm. and going to so many places, and then around summertime, I f- completely fell off of yeah. my, like, drive to go out to all these places which yeah. is a little disappointing in yeah. myself and for the <laughs> listeners viewers um, yeah but there's still there's still more places to go I think well, we over the year we learned there's like a, like 300 or so in the state right know, probably, probably maybe a few less but like way more in the state than you would think so there's you know I mean it's a big ass state don't get me wrong but there there are a ton of breweries that still hit and yeah, I think I'm, um, but I, I caution everybody like, 
you go to these places like you got to be prepared before you get there to not judge them based on how long it took you to get there. Sure. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that'll fuck, that'll skew everything. You know, you'll be like, this is bullshit. Fuck this place. But you can't, they got, you ha- that has to be taken out of the equation. You got to go and just base it on what you, what it feels like when you're in that joint. Right. And some, but sometimes that's hard to do. That's why I'm saying that. Like even over Christmas <clears throat> Eve, my dad lives out by, you know, more Huntley and we drove by so hop. And I was like, I need to, I need to come here and check this out. And then, but I'm like, this is so far. So hopped. Uh, so far. Yeah. Damn. So I think I need to, I, I know last year and maybe the year before we did our, the Villa Park romp. I think we just need to do one of these again. There's three up there. And so hopped and more. And um, there's another King, one. King, killing jerk. Right. Where you got antlers. The it's, logo's got antlers. Something like that. Yeah, there's three. I think we just gotta we gotta do, do another romp somewhere. Cause, I, yeah, last week I didn't make it to anything besides the metro thing, and then I kind of got sick with Christmas, and then I was like, not sick of Christmas, but sick from right. Christmas, and I've just been laying low, not drinking, taking it easy. Little disappointing uh, bang to the end of the year. Um, what have been some of your favorite beer moments of twenty twenty three? We might have talked about this on the previous episode, but I think Bubble House stands out as one of the best interviews this year. The beers kind of shocked us, and it was just all around a good time. Yeah, that was fun. We ended up at um, Bee Lodge afterwards. Right. Place I haven't been to in like at least 10 years. So that was a good hang. It was the middle of the summer. Yeah. I bought a Bubble House shirt. I had so much fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that stands out. And other than that, wow, man. That's tough. I think the... Pre, like when we went to Wheeling, you mentioned District Rear Yards, that stands out. Uh, I don't feel like there was a lot of other moments where I was like, I went, drove somewhere, and I had the beer, and I was like, this is amazing. But Wheeling was good, and I kept making, I kept wanting to go back to the spot, and I just didn't for whatever reason. It just kept like yeah. slipping past me. What about you? Do you have any big standouts from the year? Um, it was early in the year, but that one, two step of, uh, Friday night flights at the auto show. Oh yeah. Um, and then we saw Kevin Carey who's like, yo, I'm partying tomorrow night. You should come. And I'm like, I really didn't even know this was a thing. Um, so ended up seeing him. Uh, we, oh, I think, for that like crazy 15 year party that, uh, I th- I just best friends turned 10. Yeah. Was I gone or just oh, no. didn't, couldn't go or? Yeah. I mean, but you were probably out of town or something, right? Well, that was a phobab scenario. You were out of town. Yeah. Um, you went to Bug. Right. Um, Bug, I felt... We both went to Bug. Bug was a good time, but there was something like... I almost forgot Bug happened. Um, Bug was good because we saw guys that we interviewed. Yeah. You we, know? we got we, the chat. We've been to... Um, you know, we've been to Old Irving. We talked to Old Irving guys. Uh, uh, two did, Hound Red. We've been to Two Hound Red. We went to... Let's talk to Steve uh, there. And we saw Bubble House there. So it was fun from that regard, where you, you, know, you kind of saw people. And then you see people you haven't seen all year, because 
a lot of these brewers are either floating around or they're pouring. Right. So, you know, even though I kind of boohooed the whole uh, train, beer under train thing, you know, Union Station thing, I boohooed that all the way up to going. This is my first time because I had missed the one the year before. Right. Yeah. So. But so. I like, it was good. I just almost didn't happen. And I think that was maybe the whole Illinois craft beer week. For me, there's something missing there. Uh, I was I talking to some guy at Sketchbook when we did that barrel thing. He was like, the bars need to be in on the passport thing because the bar, like these craft beer bars like Hopleaf and whatever his bar in the suburb was, like they should be part of the guild and like getting people to drink the beer because why do these bars exist then if you're not going to support them by you know wanting people to come to them too yeah um and then there was no there's no closing event it's yeah. just the open which is kind of weird if it's a if it's a showcase because there's a couple thoughts about uh the justin maynard era of uh illinois guild was hey we should maybe consider doing this in the winter because that's when bars could use it the most mm-hmm. um that was one argument and the other argument is this argument where you know, we saw what the power of this in the beginning, you know, that era 2010 to 2015 era, where A, there was an open and a closing event, but then B, the city just seemed to be way more involved with things around town to do. Right. You know, uh, Brew Pub Shootout. Not Brew Pub Shootout. Yeah, Brew Pub Shootout at Haymarket. Or is that Brew Pub Shootout? No, that's... Uh, Beer Fly Alley Fight. Thank you. Beer Fly Alley Fight. Um, the, Brew uh, Pub Shootout, we didn't make it to, but... Uh, D- Dodge, uh, Dodgeball, right, Dodgeball. At, uh, in the Goose Oops. Warehouse. Uh, Sunday Fun Day, um, closing ceremony at Wells Park, pretty amazing by the way. Um, closing ceremony at Revolution, which was Revolution Kedzie's opening day. Right, or the yeah. midweek fest that uh, was put on right there in front of the French Market. Yeah, uh, the West Loop Fest. Right. Yeah, so there were always um, other things other than opening ceremony. So, and they've gone completely away from that. Well, I don't. Th- I think it's really hard to get the the money for these events now. Like even, you know, we always talk about. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on this? Uh, Seven generations. Um, Oak Park Microbrew. Oak Park Microbrew. Good time this year. I felt like it wasn't as busy during the times I was there. The breweries, you know. 10 years ago would just want to be there to promote their beer and they would give all these kegs, give the beer. I don't think they give the beer anymore. They need incentive to be there. And so you don't get a lot of new breweries. You get people who like, you know, are already already established and part of the guild. Like you didn't see Metropolitan there because they weren't part of the guild. And so, because it's a guild event. And so you're alienating some of these people that could be there it would be nice to be there or uh, introduce people to them uh, and then these events uh, are just like they're tough they're you know 100 bucks which you know Fobab or you know not Oak Park but you feel like you got to drink that amount but maybe you just want to have a couple of drinks so I wonder if some of these events go to like you could buy tokens sort of like a carnival thing like you could buy tickets yeah. that's um that's the model of, um, I, I really like Delilah's. Delilah's does a, uh, they do a Christmas ale event and they do a, um, like a vintage ale event and they do a stout event and it's all exactly what you're describing where 
you show up, there's no fee to get in, um, and you just kind of pay as you go. Yeah. And they line everything up at the bar. You give them a ticket. Boom, you get a pour. You know, mini phobab. Mini phobab was a, a, a an event during the week. Uh, yeah. For that. I think that could be the model going into 2024 that maybe some of these events look at. You know, we always for years had these punch cards. They never punch these cards because technically you're not allowed to give unlimited samples. Oh, you mean at, at fest? At festivals, but maybe they start to go to a. You have to buy tickets. You can pay the hundred bucks, get all you can drink, or you can just come in and buy some tickets, and you know pay as you go kind of thing for people who we know people are drinking less, drinking non-alcoholic things, and they're like, well, I don't, I don't need to try Revolution again. I Revolution's right by my house. I don't want them. I don't want to waste my drinking time on them. I want to try, you know, the Blue Island or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did bring this up at Bug, and I think it was uh, maybe the Twisted Hippo crew who were saying, hey, you know, we, we hear you loud and clear, but the guild's purpose is to make money. So the, 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 the place with the lowest overhead that's easiest to get to um, that can hold the most people is this place. Right. Sure. And, and all this other stuff that, you know, the the, the, the small segment of people are complaining about, <laughs> right, doesn't raise enough money. And these are fundraising events, essentially. So, and I mean, I do get that part of it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish we'd come to a happy medium where there's a few more events that kind of commemorate the week. Right. Because it kind of fizzles out after a uh, bug. It's kind of, kind of, that's it. Kind of, you know. But then there are events all the time, and we end up missing them or uh, unable to attend them. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the city. Uh, you should anchor it with Dark Lord Day, right? Because Dark Lord Day is around that time anyway. So you should anchor it. Right. Closing ceremony, Dark Lord Day. You know, and have a guild presence at Dark Lord Day, if that's an option. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're in the guild. I'm sure they're in both guilds. I'm sure they're in the Indiana Guild and the Illinois Guild. You think they're in the Illinois Guild? Probably. Can you be in the Illinois Guild if you don't have a... Brewery in the state? I don't think you can. No, that's not how it works. I don't think so. Okay. Well, never I don't mind. know. I don't know. Well, never mind then. You can't just join guilds from other states. You can't be a um honorary member. Um, or... there's a there's a term for members. There's like a there's a term for members that don't have breweries. You right. Know, the, I... the people who get in the fallback, what do you call them? They're not. They don't own breweries, but they are part of the guild. They're non-brewery only members. I kind of think that went away, but maybe I'm incorrect. Who's, who gets in the, the what about the imbibe? Uh, yeah, oh, imbibe is the membership. Yeah, so that's a different thing. That's not part of the guild. The guild used to have membership for some of these bars and other places, but I think they did away with that. But I don't know. I'm just out here drinking beer. Yeah. Bullshit. I'm not running these events. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, yeah. But uh, Friday Night Flights at uh, at Auto Show was fun. Okay. And so was the, as a one-two punch, Friday Night Flights and uh, was... Beguiles and Bottle Cans the next day, that was probably the best weekend okay. of the year, I think. Was that the only... Friday Night Flights, or was there, this is such a weird event or event series that started under ROM that pops up and goes away as quickly every time. 
was a collab with Chew Chicago, which is like the marketing wing of the city. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, and I think the focus is different areas. Right. So different neighborhoods. So Wrigleyville and Pilsen and Bridgeport and West Bronzeville and Westtown. South side. No. But that was the idea, but I don't feel like it happens regularly. I actually thought it was a summer series, which... Right. But... It the, starts the, like an uh, auto show, and it's supposed to run till August? Uh, I think the last one I went to that was cool, like the auto show one, was when we went to out on like... Uh, the lake. The beach. It was like 35th or something. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Right. It was cool because like Great Taste was like the next day. So, but it was also just cool on its own. You know, kind of August, like kind of nightfall. On the, on the water. That was pretty fun. Hmm. Do you think some of these events, we see big events this year, this coming year? Like again, like a best friends together. You think a half acre does something big? Because they opted out of the big north this year, right? Unless we just didn't go. I don't think there was a big north. There, uh, We forgot. I forgot I was going to go get some big, uh, not big cat. Big hugs. Big hugs. Oh, that's right. I did go to half acre. I went to half acre. For the holiday market, the one oh, we went to. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and the word around Half Acre is that unofficially, not from the mayor, but from the from the uh, president, not from the president either, not from the Half Acre side at all. Peasants. From the coffee side, from the dark matter side, happened to be dark matter folks there, and I was. He's like, "What are you drinking?" I'm like, "Well, I'm drinking big hugs," and they're like, "I'm like, it was kind of subdued the rollout. I didn't really hear much about it." They're like, "We felt the same way." <laughs> Um, and there's conversation around where does Big Hugs fit in the current uh, hype boy stout craze, annual craze, and how people then, from a half acre perspective, really gravitate towards Benthic more or even Oren more. And there's kind of rumblings that this might be the last Big Hugs. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was when it came out. That, now, that's from the dark matter side. Okay. You know, um, so I thought that was interesting. You know, just kind of a random comment. From the from the coffee side, oh, but then I see Fader. I got this really nice half acre blanket. Oh, it was really. <laughs> oh, so I'm um, I'm in the gift shop and I see Fader, and they're like, "Yeah, we still got a little bit of Fader left. We think we might brew it again in March." What? <laughs> now this is the half acre dudes at the checkout in the um in the brewery. So this is from the half acre side. They're like, "I'm like, wait, so Fader's not dead?" He's like, "No, we think we're gonna bring it back as a seasonal." So if you see it in stores, um, that was the last. That was Fader from last year because we're thinking of, I think they're brewing fresh Fader in like March, you said. They're trying to make us look like foolish <laughs> out here. It was, I bet. I that, forgot about this until you just said big hugs. I yeah. bet that other than new beer, uh, what's it called? Hazy Juice? or They got a new beer out. That what we went to the event for. Oh, uh, Waybird. Waybird. Yeah. I bet that didn't catch on. Like they wanted it to. Oh, so they're running back Fader? You know, the thing that replaced Fader, the lime torch, green yeah, torch? that's a good summer beer. Pretty good. But Waybird was, re no, Waybird was replacing Fader because Waybird's a year-round beer. Fader was. Just like Fader was. Right. I uh -huh. bet Waybird didn't catch on. Waybird was good that night. And you know, I, I haven't had a Waybird. I don't go out on. I've had a Fader. I, I would probably get Fader. If I've I saw had him. Fader if multiple I saw times. Both, I'd probably get Fader out the can. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, you're trying to figure it out. I think, you know, this is, you know, we circle back to the Metro thing and how I don't know how many seasonals Metro had, but they sure as fuck didn't have as many seasonals Half Acre. I don't think anybody does, really. But, you know, Half Acre or even Goose, these guys have been around forever. They're trying to figure it out. You know, they're throwing stuff at the wall. Right. You need else? new beers, but you also need fridge beers, right? Yeah. Uh, but the beers people go to stores for or the beer stores, they want the new thing. Yeah. But you need those other beers at the grocery store or at the Binnie's end cap that's like, oh, yeah, let me just grab a, a four-pack or six-pack of this one. Yeah. Um, it, when I heard that, I'm like, you, they're in a constant state of trying to figure it out. Right. right. I, I think uh, like. our little uh, Metro audio thing we did there, I said I was going to miss Metro 1 because of the 12-ounce cans. I would rather have 12-ounce cans. I think I said this on the audio For thing. Sure. Uh, it's less commitment. Maybe you don't even, you're just wanting one beer, and you're like, oh, now I got 16 ounces. I didn't really, I might not even want of this. It gets warm faster because it's not a 12. Yeah. yeah. You just wanted something sweet, a little a little nightcap kind of thing. It's like, well, now I, I only could get four of these. At least when I get a 12 ounce, I got a six pack, so I have six beers. So I think the fader kind of hits that spot because it came in 12 ounce cans too. Yeah. Hmm. So, but yeah, um, really dial back version of the market holiday market. Uh, Even of, more so than right, last time, which yeah, there was, was only like eight people. It, was like, it was, felt smaller than that. So it was just one. It was a record guy and one person selling soap. Two record guys. Um, somebody was selling um, hot sauce. No hot sauce guy. Um, <laughs> guy do planters, and then a bunch of knickknacks. You know, like you know, disco it's balls and shit. Same hot sauce guy. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, had a big hugs, and I had a, um, I had their barley wine. Okay. Their but hair. big hugs was kind of eh this I year. Mean, big hugs is fine, right? Of the big stouts, I think big hugs is, you know, I think really big hugs is where it's at. Big hugs is a beer where the coffee is kind of amplifying the stout notes. It's a coffee stout, sure, but it's not a coffee stout where you're drinking it to taste coffee. You're, you know, it's 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 kind of. It complements the stout in a, in a different way. It's not a revolution coffee. It's not super massive, D. No. Few things are. Few <laughs> things are. Yeah, and that's actually what reminded me the most about. I was like, let me drink the barley wine, barley barley wine. Um, something about the wilderness, world of wilderness, maybe something like that. Okay. Um, special release on Ozenar from Half Acre, that kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? I have to drink this beer to really appreciate the greatness of revolutions, <laughs> barley wines. Fair yeah, enough. nobody's yeah. really doing barley wines like them. Like they're they're special in every way, and drinking this half acre beer kind of cemented that for me. Right. Do you uh, do you think someone could unseat Revolution this year? I think that's the uh, the best program in the city for barrel aging. What I did do is I went to the Green Lady because I wanted to try uh, Saint Laurent's beers, and you okay. know Saint Laurent is kind of this weird kind of gypsy brewer. They were at Beguile. They were at Microphone. I'm not sure where they are now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, but they were kind of the... They were Hot Butcher before Hot Butcher. They were Phase 3 before Phase 3. You know, big hazies, big stouts, you know. But I think they kind of... A lot of those crews kind of stole the thunder, honestly. Oh, but they had a barrel-age release at uh, the Green Lady across the street from Bottles and Cans on Lincoln. Um, one was a barrel-age Collier. 
which I think is a marshmallow and peanut stout. Okay. And the other one's a like a barrel aged Mexican hot chocolate stout. Okay. And I went, cause I'm like, cause I'm like you. I'm like, if I don't go to this, I need to know what, who's who's vying for the throne here. Right. So yeah. I gotta go drink this stuff. So I go get a pour of each, little five ounces each, and um, yeah. But not. No, no, nothing's coming close to what, nothing's coming close to what Rev can do, and nothing's coming close to what Half Acre can do with like Boring and and uh, Benthic. Not in not in the city limits, at least. Sure. You know, now there's a crew out in uh, used to be called the Devil's Trumpet out in Indiana, and now they're called Gnosis. Hmm, okay. So they got a lot of buzz in some of these groups, and you know, I haven't really had to brill stuff. Okay, and then microphone. Does right, it... and when you leave a city, you microphone and P three, sure, but I, you know. But we, you know, we get around to those guys and um, more, I guess. and more, yeah. But for someone to dethrone or cut into revolutions like you know monthly releases, I don't know if when you consider format and quality and price point, um, and well, there, there is <laughs> you can walk to it if we're feeling good. You know, I don't think there's I don't think anybody comes close. I yeah, try to think who could even. Uh, scale up on that. Uh, maybe an off color. Um, or, if, a, or a maple wood. Yeah, but then we had um, we had cuppas. Remember they gave us some cuppas? We had that one was good, and then you went back this year and you're like, eh. Yeah. Like 2022, that nice packaging was great. Yeah. And then yeah. you said you had this year's and it was like, that. Oh, I had, had Fobat. Right. And then what do I know? Because I think it won. Oh. Right, but it was like big oak, like big bitter oak. I I, I wasn't in on it. Or maybe Krampus. Like I haven't had the Krampuses yet from Old Irving this year. People, I, I don't know what they. I don't know what they're doing. Feel like I've been. I haven't enjoyed them, and people say how good they are, and I'm like, oh, I had them years ago. Here we are again with. I had them the one time. I need to revisit them, but I was like, I don't know if I want to commit. To this. I think that's where I am too. That's why. But you know, now that we're saying it, I might go sit at the bar and do a five ounce pour. The Krampus? Just so I can know what's going on. Right. Right. Yeah. There you go. There's your Friday lunch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anything else before we uh, close out this year of this rambling on this last episode? What's the spot? I think I said last year, scratch, I was going to try to get to. I didn't do it. What would be a spot? you want you need to make sure you go to in 2024 or maybe one you want to get to and then one you're definitely going back because you love yeah man that scratch thing is is ambitious but i really want to pull that off um i've never been a side project man i know that's not local okay but i've never been a side project and i kind of want i really want to go down there and then what's one you would maybe you know you're going to go back to just because it's so good. It's one of your favorites. Uh, Art History and Phase 3. Art History and Phase 3. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Man, the getting to... I need to go to Buckle Down. Yeah. Did did you make it out? No, the, um, the guy hit us up, and I thought about going. That's and just didn't go. That's an easy goal for 2024 is buckle down for me. Yeah, and I think I wanted to go last year. I didn't make it, so buckle down for sure. And that I, I think I'll be back. Uh, sturdy shelter. 
I just think it's uh, it's slept on a little bit. It's still great. Where is that? Batavia. That's right. And if the Burger Dude or Burgers might be out this year. I don't know. We might be onto something else. Tacos. I don't know. It needs to be a new needs to be a new food truck craze, right? Sturdy Shelter's good. Yeah, I like Sturdy Shelter. So buckle down, Sturdy Shelter. I'm going easy. I'm not throwing this scratch thing. I'm not gonna do it. I just can't. I'm not. It's a tall order. Um, it's likely it's you you likely have to stay all night. Right. That's how far it is. Even though it's still Illinois. Illinois is a big state. We we talked about it before. Um, you put Illinois on the East Coast. It runs from North Carolina. Up to New York. Yeah. It's a big, it's a, it's a huge state. You could be going for six hours still be in Illinois. All right. Well, then I think that's going to do it for this last episode. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching this year. Closing out with some Fistmas Revolution. Probably a brewery drink the most this year on the show. Yeah, I think so. So, only makes sense. Yeah. But we'll be back uh, in the new year with uh, more episodes. Take care. Cheers.